so i remember i live in hamilton canada it was a winter afternoon my car broke down and it was almost in the middle of nowhere although there were few buildings temperature was minus 15 degree i phoned the garage and they say they will be there within 20 minutes and if i could stay with the car i had a very thin jacket so i started walking back and forth to keep the body warm and what i noticed after 10 minutes i was going into a very pleasant state almost a blissful state immediately i realized it was dangerous why i didn't notice but my body was getting cold in order to compensate for the cold body was pouring all its best chemicals to give me a good feeling so i will continue to do whatever i was doing because whenever body is exposed to extreme element after few minutes this phenomena start but that doesn't mean actually your body will be protected is a very transient mechanism and if you continue with it body will go into hypothermia eventually it will die so immediately i took shelter in a building i used to experience the same phenomena in lucknow india in summer time june temperature used to soar to 40 to 44 degree and i was walking on the street and heat was so much that asphalt road melted sometimes our shoes used to get stuck but i used to notice consistently that in those moment when blazing sun was hitting the body i was almost into ecstasy minus 15 degree and plus almost 44 walking in it many yogis in india they use a method call panchangani five fires so what they do in and they sit under the blazing sun again 40 to 44 degree and they lit fire at five places around them so everything will be more heated and what they do what happens to them they go into this very blissful state a person in united states whom with i am friendly what he does with his students he puts them all naked into a tub full of ice in first 10 minutes they feel cold pain 
and after 10 to 12 minutes, they are totally relaxed. What it is? It is the body's own pleasure system, happiness system, joy system, bliss system. What we experience as happiness, joy, and bliss, they are not the states of mind. They are the states of the physical body. Because quite often we say happiness is a state of mind. It is not. What mind contains? Thoughts, emotions. They don't have any chemicals. They are merely the patterns of energy which hit the body and the brain. And they activate our reward and pleasure center. And recently I was reviewing book, The Science and Culture of Pain on Purpose. And the main title of the book, Hurt So Good. It hurts so good. Just like in my case, in the beginning, the cold was there, heat was there, or this man with the eyes stub. It hurts in the beginning. It is painful in the beginning. But what happens? Gradually, we feel blissful. We feel joyful. We are full of rapture. Why? Because this book's title is so good. Hurts so good. The science and culture of pain on purpose. Throughout the ages, that is what human beings did. It is called mesochism. That is why some yogi used to lie on the, on the bed of nail. People put needles. People do tattooing. It is so painful, but they get pleasure out of it. All over, there is a mutilation of the body. Because we give pain to the body. And body thinks there is a trouble. So what it does, it pours all its wonderful neurochemicals. Endorphin, dopamine. And same thing is done by drugs, sex. But the point I'm making here, that we have this inbuilt mechanism of pleasure, of happiness and joy in the body, in the brain, each cell of the body. It contains cannabis, it contains benzodiazepines, it contains DMT, it contains mescaline, it contains cocaine-like chemicals, it contains dopamine, serotonin, anandamide, you name it. This is the most elaborate pharmacy and a major portion of this pharmacy is devoted to bliss chemicals. So I will just tell about happiness. Uh, I will uh, divide this whole thing into, into three. Happiness, joy, and bliss. 
And of course, you can exchange if you want, because this is just a matter of semantics words. Happiness, I call, whenever we feel good by achieving non-animate thing, inanimate things. So for example, I got a promotion. I feel happy. I got money. I win a lottery. I got a good news from somewhere. My boss praised me. I got very good marks in the exam. I taught the class. Class. These are happiness, but they are connected with our thoughts. They stimulate the top part of the brain mainly, which is thinking brain. They stimulate also middle part, which is emotional brain, but mainly the thought part of the brain. And when those thoughts goes to this bliss system in our body, neurochemicals are released and we feel happy. But one thing you will mark with this happiness, it disappears very quickly. Because it comes from acquiring material things, inanimate. Second is joy. Joy comes when we are connected with living beings. Stimulate, and it is mainly through emotions and feelings. It goes much deeper. So relationship with our children, with our spouse, lover, beloved, friends, they are deeper and their intensity is also higher and it can sustain for a longer period of time. But again, those emotions and feeling activate the same centers in the brain and the inbuilt mechanism in the body says. That is joy. Third thing is bliss. Bliss comes from the body. Happiness comes from thoughts. Joy comes from emotions and feelings. And the bliss is when this body's mechanism actually activated on its own. That is what happened to me in 1996. So from 1984, I was experiencing this intermittent sense of well-being, joy, rapture, and bliss. It came, it disappeared, it came, disappeared. The longest I remember it stayed for 15 days. And I was very puzzled. For 15 days, I'm just happy without no reason. Because that is the beauty of it. You cannot, cannot uh, give a cause to it. To joy and happiness, there is a cause. Here is causeless. But in 1996, after September 7, it never left me. And that is what I was talking. That whole of the night, I was drinking. It was the drinking from the cup which this mother, this Shakti, this life energy gave. Of course, it fluctuates. 
So sometimes it will disappear because if you are distraught, if there is a tragedy, if there is a loss, you are worried. So it may disappear for a day or two or three, but nonetheless, it can never disappear completely because now it becomes your background. So background, which was initially made up of fear and anxiety, now is well-being, wholeness. And that is nothing extraordinary. Actually, this was always there until the age of six to eight years. Every single animal, every single child is born with it. It is a part of the nature's gift. But what happens? As the child gets imposition by education, by culture, by society, by parents, by a million things. Those thoughts and emotions slowly percolate, infiltrate the each cell of the body. And that pleasure mechanism, that joy mechanism, which is a gift of the nature, the Shakti, the mother, is gradually gets more and more occluded. And it is a very established fact of mind-body medicine. So we are all born as happy babies, happy children. But as we become social and cultural people, we lose this ability to experience happiness, joy, and bliss spontaneously without any cause. And that is the effort of all religious and spiritual traditions. When they recommend us with yoga, with meditation, with breath work, read the scripture, listen to Gita, to the Quran. Because what they want to do is to remove this web of thought web of conditioning. So this brain and body which is infiltrated by these thoughts and emotions from outside mainly will be gone. So this body will return, this brain will return to its pristine and pure state. So when it returns to its old state, child state, what will happen? It will activate all this blissful chemical, the whole pharmacy, and a big part of the pharmacy which is devoted to joy and bliss and happiness. And simultaneously what will happen, not only we will experience bliss, but also full consciousness. Consciousness which is not complicated mind, complicated emotions. And that is what happens quite often in flow states. I quite often mentioned this flow and you can, you can read a lot uh, about it on, on internet because there's a plenty of uh, researches available. What happens in flow state? In flow state, 
our prefrontal cortex, this part of the brain which is involved with social and cultural conditioning is functioning less. So those thoughts and emotion, they are affecting us less. So what happens? Suddenly the body sensitivity returns. And it activates the internal mechanism of its own pleasure. So flow state is the state of focus, of creativity, and of joy and bliss. And I'm pretty sure that each one of you experienced flow state one or the other time, sometimes for a few minutes, sometimes for hours, sometimes for days. But actually, flow state is the natural, normal state of all human beings. And that is the effort of all spiritual tradition to come to the first full state of flow, which will persist. Because it is something not from outside. It is from within. But we lose it. So the next question comes, how I can reclaim it? What is mine? There are two, three ways. One is a very ordinary way of life. Money, sex, entertainment, drugs, food, all kinds of, because human beings invented thousands of ways to activate the body to experience pleasure, happiness, joy. 